Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is Don Stallion. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Happy Friday, hot sports take Friday, and I will make my football picks. In this episode, the Pac-12 will have a seven-game season that will start in November. LeBron shows why he is one of the ultimate closers in the game, and I'm talking about on the defensive side, and the Miami Dolphins have proven that they're actually not a bad team. I want to talk about the Pac-12 because it looks like they will be having college football this season. They will have a seven-game season that will start in November. It will be conference only, and the Pac-12 championship game will be December 20th. These college teams are not going to be able to have a month off and then go into bowl games. It looks like we're going to have college football all the way until that weekend before Christmas, which is fun. I'm excited, but how do you determine a championship team? When you have one conference playing 11 games and you have another conference playing eight and then the Pac-12 is playing seven, it's going to be very interesting. And I know the Pac-12 has not fared well in the college football playoff. So we'll see how the rankings go as we are getting really excited about college football coming up this weekend, including Kentucky and Auburn. We got Mississippi State and LSU, Florida and Ole Miss, Georgia and Arkansas. Alabama at Missouri, Tennessee at South Carolina. Great SEC matchups. And also, we have a pretty big high school matchup tonight here locally in Columbus. We have Carver taking on Kendrick. Last night in the association, game four of the Western Conference Finals, LeBron James proved that coffee is for closers as he guarded Jamal Murray and shut him down toward the end of the fourth quarter. It looks like the Denver Nuggets was going to make a run in that game. Jamal Murray was just making circus shots. It was crazy. I know that Nikolai Jokic was in foul trouble. So was Paul Millsap. The Lakers defeated the Nuggets 114-108 to to take a commanding 3-1 lead in the Western Conference Finals. And the Los Angeles Lakers are one win away from reaching the NBA Finals since 2010. Rightfully so, if LeBron wins a title with the Lakers... This will be the greatest achievement that LeBron will have in his career, in my opinion. It will be the first time since the early 80s that a non-Hall of Fame coach takes the Lakers to the NBA Finals. Well, I'll take that back. Mike Dunleavy took them to the NBA Finals in 1991, but they did not win it. They've had two legendary coaches in their franchise runs, their dynasties. If you count the Shaq and Kobe Shaq and Kobe era was a dynasty, and then Kobe later with Pau Gasol was also a little bit of a dynasty. They won it in 2009 and 2010. And, of course, you have Pat Riley with the Showtime Lakers in 1980. So I don't think Frank Vogel is a Hall of Fame coach. So this is very impressive that he has taken this Laker team, a team with some cast-offs, 
Rajon Rondo, it didn't work out in Dallas or Sacramento, but it works out in L.A. Anthony Davis was traded. This was a dysfunctional franchise that drafted Lonzo Ball. They drafted Julius Randle. They've had some busts up in their draft. In their, They've had some busts in their drafts. And getting a cast off like Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who was supposed to be the rising star in Detroit, he gets traded to the Lakers, and he's now possibly their third option. Kyle Kuzma still making shots. Alex Caruso. And Dwight Howard started this game, and he was great. He had a double-double to start the first half. Anthony Davis is still awesome. He scored 34 points, 10 of 15 from the field. LeBron James, he had 26 points. There were some shots he missed in the fourth quarter, but it was his defensive stops on Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray was unstoppable at times. He had 32 points, but down the stretch, when the Nuggets were not going away in that fourth quarter, LeBron had a huge block on Jamal Murray, and that pretty much sealed the victory. There was also a three-pointer that KCP shot that actually put the lights out for the Lakers, and they can close it out on Saturday night in Game 5 to reach the NBA Finals. Tonight, we have the Miami Heat taking on the Boston Celtics, and the Heat have a 3-1 series lead. And Bam Adubayo will possibly play. You have Tyler Hero. You have Jimmy Butler. You have this great Miami Heat team that is coached by Eric Spolstra, and he has got them going. He should be considered Coach of the Year. I know for a while I said Nick Nurse because the Toronto Raptors made it in the regular season, number two seed, but with the Raptors losing to the Celtics in the playoffs, I think that Eric Spolstra is my pick for coach of the year in the NBA. Look at the job he has done and just acquiring Jimmy Butler and making it work. Very impressive stuff. Last night in the National Football League, the Miami Dolphins defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 31 to 13. The defense put the clamps on Garner Minshew and he did have an interception and another turnover. James Robinson was a surprise for the Jaguars, having two rushing touchdowns. That's good if he's on your fantasy team. And he also had six catches for 83 yards. Uh, Miles Gaskin for the Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick, surprisingly two touchdowns and no interceptions. It's going to be his starting job for a little bit now because he. it's going to be his starting job for a while. The Miami Dolphins have proven that they are not a bad football team. I'm not sure if I could say the same thing about the Jaguars. They they just don't have a whole lot of talent. I know they found a couple gems in the draft. EJ Henderson, a talented corner. James Robinson, talented running back. He's their starting running back. But they were out. They were the Jaguars were without DJ Chark, their talented wide receiver. And Tyler Eifert is not the same tight end he was when he was with Cincinnati. NHL playoffs tonight, game for the Stanley Cup Finals. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning going up against the Dallas Stars. The Tampa Bay Lightning currently have a 2-1 series lead. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing this Tampa Bay Lightning team actually get over the hump and make it very interesting. All right, Major League Baseball. Ian Anderson did not fare well against the Miami Marlins as he dropped a game they lost to the Marlins 4 to 2 and the story was the four errors committed by the Braves infielders the four errors committed including an error by Ozzy Albies 
And Ian Anderson pitched well. He had a pretty good game, five and two-thirds innings, no earned runs, but he did give up those uh, earned runs. He did give up those unearned runs as the Marlins piled on with three runs in the sixth. And you know, the Braves had a couple runs in the eighth inning, but it was too little too late. A two-run homer by Dansby Swanson. Not enough, and the Braves are now 34-23. and 23, And they are still... And it looks like they they have it looks like they have the second seed. So if the playoffs were to end today, so it looks like they are the third seed. So if the playoffs ended today, they would take on the Cincinnati Reds. We are gearing up for Major League Baseball playoffs. It is going to be exciting because we have multiple rounds, and we'll have some high flying, exciting action of Major League Baseball to look forward to. All right, it is Friday. That means it is time for my Hot Sports Take Friday, and I will also have my football picks. It's not really a Hot Sports Take when riders are actually predicting that this team is going to finish ahead of the Georgia Bulldogs. So the Florida Gators, a lot of sports riders during SEC media, a lot of sports riders are predicting that the Florida Gators are going to win the SEC East I tell you what, that's not a bad pick. I know that Georgia fans are just really excited about the season, especially since last year. They had such an incredible historic defense, but they just could not beat a great LSU team. They lost on a fluke to South Carolina. Just clearly they were just the better team. Georgia had some really good wins last year, beating Notre Dame, beating Florida, beating Texas A&M. And we really had no idea what type of team Texas A&M was. And, of course, beating Auburn in Auburn. Very impressive. What is the season going to look like for the Bulldogs this year, especially since they have not named a starting quarterback? Kirby Smart is not going to name a starting quarterback until probably game time. The Florida Gators have a quarterback that is returning, Kyle Trask. As you remember, he took over for Felipe Franks. In that game against Kentucky, he led them all the way back. Florida is a very talented team, led by head coach Dan Mullen. He's got this offense high-flying once again. I know that Florida, in the last decade, was all about defense. They've had some great defensive players. But this team is going to be all about offense. And Florida is going to surprise some people. And it's really all about that Georgia-Florida game. If Florida can get over the hump and beat Georgia, they have a shot at winning the SEC East. They're ranked right below Georgia in in the rankings. I mean, I'm not a Florida fan. I mean, I love to see Georgia beat them once again. We all know that in the last 20 years, before this decade, Florida had Georgia's number. And they were constantly beating them. All right, it is now time for my NFL picks, week three. And, of course, I always start the show with the local team here in Georgia as the Atlanta Falcons will host the Chicago Bears at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Atlanta is favored by three. This is a must-win game for the Atlanta Falcons if Dan Quinn wants to keep his job. Things get tougher next week as they will travel to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Mitchell Trubisky has got this Chicago Bears team at an all-time high. He is trying to prove that he is a top quarterback, but the Chicago Bears are banged up a little bit. 
The one thing to watch for in this game is the ferocious Bears pass rush and the Falcons offensive line. They will not have Caleb McGarry, so Matt Ryan is going to have to get the ball out quicker. Will the secondary of the Bears neutralize the wide receivers of Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Russell Gage? I see this being a close game. I could see this going, but the Falcons know they have to win this game. I think that they will pull this out at the last second and defeat the Bears 24-23. The Los Angeles Rams travel up to Orchard Park to take on the Buffalo Bills. Both teams are 2-0. Josh Allen so far is having an MVP-type season, but this Rams team is for real. They are playing in Buffalo. That talented Buffalo defense could slow down Jared Goff. But Sean McVay and his play calling, this is really outstanding young head coaches that are brilliant. One has a defensive mind and one has a brilliant offensive mind. I know they're playing at home, but I would not trust the Buffalo Bills in this situation. I think this Rams team is one of the best teams in the NFC, especially a loaded NFC West. I think the Rams win this game 20-17. to the Washington football team will travel to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns. Browns are favored by seven. I think this Washington team has a great defense. However, I don't trust Dwayne Haskins in this situation. And the Browns have talent. This is a make-or-break year for Baker Mayfield. He's under a new system in Kevin Stefanski's offensive game scheme. But Baker Mayfield had a pretty decent game. He does have help. That running game will get going with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I think the Browns will pull this one out and win it 28-24. All right, the 2-0 Tennessee Titans will travel to Minnesota to take on the 0-2 Vikings. Tennessee is a road favorite by 2.5 points. Don't be fooled here by the records. The Vikings still have a talented team, and I'm not sure that the Titans are ready to go run away with a 3-0 record. I know that Derrick Henry is a great running back, but they are playing at home, and Minnesota is 0-2. They are a desperate team. I see an upset here, and Minnesota, in a defensive struggle, wins this game 17-13. The surprising 2-0 Las Vegas Raiders will travel to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots, who are favored by 5.5. Don't be fooled. This Patriots team is for real. Bill Belichick is a great coach. Josh McDaniels is still the offensive coordinator. He is finding creative ways to get Cam Newton the running game going. Cam Newton's got the passing game going. They should have beat Seattle last week. Rightfully so. This Patriots team is for real. This Las Vegas Raiders team, they're on an emotional high from last week defeating the Saints. Derek Carr, he's doing great in the passing game. The vertical passing game with Darren Waller is doing great. But what does Bill Belichick do? He takes away your biggest weapon and he will find a way to shut down Darren Waller the Patriots defense is awesome. I think that Josh Jacobs will have a hard time getting off the ball and Derek Carr will struggle. This is a road game for the Patriots. This is a road game for the Raiders. Something about going to Foxborough, taking on a talented Bill Belichick team. I think the Patriots are just going to run away with this one 23 to 10. The San Francisco 49ers will travel once again to MetLife Stadium to take on the New York Giants. The 49ers are favored by four. Still can't believe they're favored by four, and they are just decimated with a bunch of injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo will more than likely not play. Not sure if George Kittle's going to play. They are down two running backs. Raheem Mostert won't play, and Tevin Coleman is out for a month. That means that Jarek McKinnon will get the start, and this is going to be a test of wills with Nick Mullins. Is Nick Mullins a capable backup quarterback? They will have some help on the wide receivers. Brandon Ayuk is back. 
And of course, Mohamed Sanu might get some more catches. The San Francisco 49ers, it's really all about organization structure with the signing of Ziggy Ansah. We're not sure what type of player he's going to get. They're still out with Richard Sherman. The Giants are depleted with injuries as well. Saquon Barkley is out for the season, but they did sign Devonta Freeman. Not sure if Devonta Freeman's going to get the start. Wayne Gallman could possibly start for the Giants or Deion Lewis. I see a very close game, but I see that the 49ers know that they have got to hold the ship. They got to weather the storm until all their players come back healthy. And of course, the players that are not out for the season, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to play. George Kittle more than likely won't play. But the San Francisco 49ers do edge out the New York Giants in a very close game, 13 to 10. The Cincinnati Bengals will travel to Philly to take on the 0-2 Eagles. Both teams trying to get off the schneid and get a win. Joe Burrow going up against Jalen Hurts that's been named the starter. This is going to be the difference maker. Jalen Hurts is going to prove that he is a starting quarterback in this league. He's going to find ways to make plays with his feet. And the Philadelphia Eagles will defeat the Cincinnati Bengals 38-10. to All right, the Houston Texans will travel to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Texans are 0-2 and the Steelers are 2-0. The Houston Texans are a very talented team. They are one of my picks to actually make the playoffs at 0-2. The Steelers are favored by four. I think the Texans, with the plays of Deshaun Watson, he finds a way to get this, and I am calling an upset here. The Houston Texans will defeat the Steelers 26-24 in a last-second field goal to get the first victory of the season for Bill O'Brien's team. The New York Jets will travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Indy is a big favorite, 11 and a half points. That is a lot of points, but the Jets are no good. They have no talent. They lost big to the 49ers last week, and the 49ers didn't have anybody on their team. Sam Darnold needs help. That Jets team, I feel the Jets have given up on the season, and Adam Gase will be fired midseason. The Indianapolis Colts is not even going to be close. The Colts are going to win 37-3. The Carolina Panthers will travel to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. It looks like that Justin Herbert will get the start again. The Panthers are a different team without Christian McCaffrey. I'm not sure that Teddy Bridgewater has proven that he is their guy. And I think the Panthers are going to struggle having to travel all the way across country to take on a hot Justin Herbert team that almost beat the Chiefs last week. I think the Chargers win this one 29-17. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will travel to Denver to take on the Broncos, who I'm not sure who their starting quarterback is going to be. They did hire, they did sign Blake Bortles, but with Drew Locke being out, Cortland Sutton, their talented wide receiver being out, Jerry Judy is questionable. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, which is an underrated defense. They also got the running game going with Leonard Fournette. When is it going to be time for Rob Gronkowski? When is it going when is it going to be time for Robert Gronkowski to get into the end zone? This Broncos defense is just not the same defense without Von Miller. And Tom Brady finds a way to win this one 26 to 17. The Detroit Lions at 0-2 will take on Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. This seems like an easy pick, right? The Cardinals are favored by five and a half points. They're playing at home. And Kyler Murray has got this team rolling. He's got a favorite weapon in DeAndre Hopkins. Kenyon Drake, a talented running back. And this defense is underrated with Chandler Jones with the pass rush. Isaiah Simmons, talented linebacker out of Clemson. 
having a pretty good rookie season. And of course, Patrick Peterson will shut down your best wide receiver. Kenny Galladay is, is their wide receiver. I know that they are desperate, but the Detroit Lions have a lame duck coach. And Matthew Stafford does make some mistakes. I think the Cardinals win. It's not going to be as big. I think the Cardinals win 20-17. to 17. So take the points if you're a Lions fan. All right, the Fox game of the week is the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Seattle Seahawks. And did that crazy game against the Falcons turn the Cowboys season around? They are fired up, but Russell Wilson is playing on a different level. They're playing in Seattle, of course, with no fans. There'll be a little bit of a difference. This is going to be a back-and-forth game. I think Dak Prescott will find ways to make plays, but Russell Wilson somehow, someway, will pull it out in the fourth quarter, and the Seattle Seahawks will win this one 38-34. It's going to be a high-scoring game. The Sunday night game, the Green Bay Packers will travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Aaron Rodgers is going to get a wake-up call. The Saints defense is really good, and, of course, Devontae Adams is questionable. We're not sure if he's going to go. This is going to be ugly. I think the Saints are going to bounce back after that loss to the Raiders. I'm not sure if Michael Thomas is going to play, but Drew Brees is going to make adjustments and find ways to get better, throw the ball down the field, use Alvin Kamara a lot. I feel that the New Orleans Saints were shocked that they lost to the Raiders, and they want to prove that they are the best team in the NFC. They bounce back, and they find a way to beat Green Bay. 41 to 30. The Monday night game, probably the biggest Monday night game in a long time. You have a battle of two MVP quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes going up against Lamar Jackson. It's in Baltimore, and the Ravens are favored by three and a half. Patrick Mahomes, he's going to have a good game, but I think Lamar Jackson is going to be playing on a different level. This game could go either way, but I think the Baltimore Ravens win a defensive battle, and they win this game 20 to 13. Those were my NFL picks. I hopefully, hopefully I got them right. We'll check back on Monday and see how I did. I want to thank all my listeners who have downloaded my show. Make sure that you like my Facebook page and make sure you comment down below on the reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's the main platform for doing these podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat, with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.